Come on. Welcome to Life Blood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Maria Brito. Maria, are you ready to do this? I am ready, George. All right, let's let's go. Maria is an art advisor. She's a curator, creative entrepreneur, author, speaker. She is a corporate attorney turned art advisor. Excited to have you on. Maria, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Thank you, George. Yes, um, I used to be a corporate attorney, and 13 years ago, I ran as far away as possible from that <laughs> career because it was not what I was meant to do. And you may ask, well, why do you go to law school and spend all that time, money, and whatnot? It is because my parents had an idea for me that I needed to pursue a dependable career and something that would have set the path for the future. And uh, so when you're young, you get a lot of information that sometimes is not that accurate. And I don't think my parents meant wrong. I just think they didn't understand me and they didn't understand the world that we live in either. And, uh, but, you know, I think that I um, I was very attuned to my feelings at that time because I was, you know, getting older. Um, and after nine years of corporate practice, I said to myself, I'm going to just start something that I really love and I feel passionate about because I can't spend the rest of my life in an office working for big banks and clocking in 16 hours a day or whatever it's just not n not for all the money in the world i want to do this and i have a you know i i did concentrated studies in um, art history in high school and i put a lot of my free time into understanding artists and how things work in the art world and look it was not enough to be honest with you but i went with it anyway and i opened a company as i said before 13 years ago and i had to do two things i had to know how to run a company while at the same time knowing a completely different industry and i think that what i had that helped me the most was this inexhaustible ability to come up with ideas. And it, that's obviously my creativity. And coming up with ideas is also something that helps you become very, very resourceful. And so that's the, the topic that consumes me the most is creativity. And that's why I wrote a book that comes out in March and it's called How Creativity Rules the World, The Art and Business of Turning Your Ideas into Gold. And it's all about how the readers and you and anybody can actually capitalize and how to come up with ideas of value and where to find them and how to dig deeper into those intuitive nudges that you have that you don't know how to read or how to actually pay attention to what's happening in the margins and how and, and it doesn't really matter the industry or where you are and what you do because i wanted to make i wanted to write this book to help most people who are feeling in this day and age of, you know, the great resignation, incredible shifts in conditions, pandemic, societal shifts, political shifts, etc. 
that they can actually find everything that they need to succeed in any area within themselves, but basing their decisions on a structure and a variety of tools that I am proud to have used myself to grow a business from zero to seven figures in a completely unrelated field that I had no practical experience, no connections, no sugar daddy, no trust fund, right? And so I think that that's one of the most important contributions that I can give to people is packaging all these ideas in a way that are easy, fun, accessible, actionable, and help people make gold with their ideas. And believe me, if I can do it, people will be able to do that too. And I'm not saying this lightly. I know that all of us have very different circumstances, but if you are able to have right now a smartphone and you're listening to this podcast, I think you have already more than many and um, access to information, which is absolutely important. And people who listen to podcasts, hello guys, folks, uh, are people who are very interested in growth and uh, self-actualization, people who want to be better at what they do. And so I'm all for supporting that with my own ideas and giving the, the formula that worked for me and also a very timeless blueprint because when I was writing this book, I decided that I really wanted to, to write a classic in, in the sense that I want it to work 10 years and 20 years from now. And that's why it feels timeless and timely in the sense that these are a bunch of habits and skills and techniques that anybody can work on. And if it worked 500 years ago and it worked 100 years ago and it works right now, it's going to work again in the future. So I want people to keep mining this information for themselves and to keep coming back to the pages and extract value. And I, you know, I've had a few early readers and they are so thrilled with the content because at the end of each chapter, there is also a an, what I call an alchemy lab because alchemy is transforming some materials into gold. That's the that's the you know the uh, original um, origin of the word. It was applied to people who can turn something into gold. And so I have an alchemy lab at the end of each chapter where the readers can practice what they learn in that chapter. And so it's highly actionable. And I'm excited to bring this to the world. Well, I- I'm excited to read it. Uh, certainly, congratulations. <laughs> how long did it take Thank your you. how, how long did it take your folks to? Uh, to, to stop hand-wringing when you told them you were leaving corporate attorney life? I think that they still do not understand very well what I do. <laughs> still <laughs> today know? they are. <laughs> right. It's, it's been 13 years. Um, I think they know I'm successful, and I think that they know that I make money because they know. And I think that, uh, you know, sometimes, like, my, my dad will say, you know, my daughter, the lawyer, you know, or like, my, my daughter, the attorney you know, and things like that. I think my mom is a little bit more attuned. And, and, and you know, <laughs> it's like the kind of thing that you work throughout your life in therapy or whatever. I mean, I don't have to work on that anymore, but it's like, I am not here to please my parents, right? Like, I love them to death, but I am here to live my life. And that's why I took that 
enormous bet on me and because it's it was about me and it was about time and i had already dedicated too much of my time to something that it did not resonate with me my heart was not into it you know and so i think that if anything the past two years have left a lot of self-reflection and a time, an important time for us to reevaluate what we do because, you know, as, as you can see, things can change very fast and they can shift quite dramatically, right? And so what is this telling us is that we do have, each one of us has a variety of very interesting skills, talents, and experiences that nobody else has. And so I'm, I'm so interested in seeing really what people can come up with to provide solutions to problems that did not exist even two years ago, right? And to express ideas, whether it is in the form of a book or it's a movie or it's a, a new product, it's a process that has been improved. I am excited to be able to experience again and at the the rise of the small entrepreneur that you know it's not just a content creator but it's, it has a bigger and more interesting stance there is more ambition and i i think that it's fascinating particularly because the united states has had all these experiments since its inception and one of the most in an incredible most incredible thing is is that really this is a country that values ideas like no other country in the world and i can tell you that with a lot of strength because i've traveled the world i've met with people everywhere and there is no other place where great ideas that have a form to be executed have find the support whether it is financial or critical or you know the media or consumer that you find in this country so it's really the the conditions right now are ripe to have all you know all sorts of people creating new things or improving where they are or even being better within if they are in big companies or small companies being better within those structures becoming more intrapreneurial if that is what they want to do if they are part of a structure where they are not necessarily running the show um and i think that um, i'm excited that they they will get their hands around my book and uh you know it I think that the value of a book is so relative because you end up spending i don't know 28 dollars for a um, hardcover and fifteen dollars for an ebook, and you can learn something that will trigger a million dollar idea. And so, I think that the investment is so little anyway. You know, um, so I'm excited to see what happens with that. And I'm giving away uh, my creativity course online for free to people who pre-order the book. So um, just pre-order the book and send confirmation to book at mariabreda.com and you get free access to 40 videos on creativity that are organized by modules. Uh, they have PDF recaps and it, it, I'm super generous about this because honestly, I feel there is such a ripple effect when you pour your ideas out and they find root in people. And so I think that 
for me that's incredibly meaningful. And that's why I'm so invested into this. Well, I think it's awesome. And I'm, I'm grateful that you've obviously taken an enormous amount of time to to distill down all the different variables that it takes to become an entrepreneur because uh, there's, there's, there's a lot. It's the emotional stuff and the relationships. You talked about dealing with your family. It's the actual learning uh, about the industry that you were working to get in on. It's, it's the accounting and it's, it's, there, there's just a lot. And you're obviously an intelligent and educated person. Um, do you need to be super smart, do you think, to be able to, to have your own business? You know, that's a very, um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a question that goes in many different directions. But like, what is the, we don't really have anymore a real definition of what it is to be super smart, right? Mm. Because you can be street smart. And that is True. actually sometimes much more valuable than if you have already, you know, written 5,000 books and gotten seven PhDs and whatnot, right? I mean, I think that throughout history also, we have demonstrated that there are a lot of people without a lot of education who who can break through barriers, uh, you know, go through upper limits. We have a ton of hip hop stars who barely graduated high school and, you know, they are sitting on millions and millions of dollars because they had street smarts and they had a way of expressing themselves and they were hustlers, right? And so what is it that is needed for people who want to have their own companies or businesses or whatever? It's more grit is the determination it is the the resilience of doing things because it's not an easy path and it's filled with minefields and issues and backstabbing and problems and you're going to encounter everything along the way from financing issues to customer issues to if you're in the business of manufacturing delays fights with factories i you know, manufacturing is a whole other monster. And, but if that is what you, and this is the thing, and it, it let's make it very clear. If you are burning inside of with passion about that specific thing that you choose to do, none of these other problems should take you away from your vision and from attaining whatever you are set out to do. But then again, it's, we go back to the issue of having grit and resilience and, and creativity because every time that something happened, you may have to adjust. And that doesn't mean give up. It means how do I shift this particular part of the business or what do I have to do and pivot so that I make it better? Or sometimes you have to get rid of entire portions of, of you know your business that do not work and that it's like it hurts right it's like cutting a limb and so um the smart question is just no you don't need to be highly educated or know everything about everything first of all nobody does i think it's more important to have the mentality of taking action and and being persistent and determined and that's it every time i mean it's hard to not succeed if you are so strong in your convictions that you can make things happen for you. And that is the mentality of a real entrepreneur that, you, you know, you stay in it. And yeah, sometimes things don't work. That's the truth. And then you reevaluate and you go into the next with a lot of learning that you wouldn't have gotten out of any book, actually. 
Amen. <laughs> Amen, Maria. Really well said. Love it. Well, Maria, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Huh. Well, you know, what is an interesting tip for people who want to make a difference in the world? I think that it's important to, like I said before, we live in also um, the time of distraction. Uh, you know, all these things are the weapons of mass distraction, right? So I think that if people would be paying attention, particularly to the margins, right? What's happening on the margins? What is it that people are not necessarily talking about out loud yet? Or have you seen, let's say, kids in your neighborhood in a particular trend or doing something that you're puzzled about why they are taking that behavior, right? And so I think that if people want to make a difference and they want to invest time and effort into something, they should really be paying attention to what's happening that is not in the mainstream. Because once the once it is in the mainstream, then it becomes a slightly competitive, right? And more difficult to attain. And that is the same thing as, well, it's, it's cliche, right? But the riches are in the niches, right? I mean, like, what are you looking at right now? And why are those little more interesting tiny spots where you can make a difference right now if you were to tackle that particular group of people and serve a particular you know need and satisfy a particular need what could you do really by looking at the overlooked and that i think is an incredible space to find the things that are meaningful and are also spaces full of money and um, upside. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. I love it. Riches are in the niches. What's not in the mainstream? Pay attention. Love it. Mm-hmm. Well, Maria, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and give us the name of the book again, where we can pre-order yes. it and how we yes. can take advantage of your free course as well? Yes. I. Uh, you can find me at mariabrito.com. That's B-R-I-T as in Tom O. The book is available everywhere where books are sold. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Bookshop. IndieBound, Books a Million, and also, um, and all you know, you can pre-order in your favorite local independent bookstore, which is you know they they all are so important, honestly. And so, to recap, the name of the book is How Creativity Rules the World, and the pre-order offer is if you pre-order it and you send confirmation to book at mariabrito.com b-r-i-t-o dot com then we will give you free access to my online course which is valued at $297 so you get that for free and uh, yeah and I'm excited to also be able to make a difference in people's lives and this is how I want to make a difference in people's lives love it if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Maria your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to mariabrito.com, M-A-R-I-A-B-R-I-T-O.com. Pick up a copy of or pre-order How Creativity Rules the World, wherever fine books are sold. And when you pre-order, shoot Maria an email at book at mariabrito.com for access 
to that creativity course online as well. Thanks again, Maria. Thank you, George. That was great. I appreciate your time and sending a lot of love to everybody who's listening. I love it. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.